1: We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the program. And now, here's our host, Glenn DeLakian.
3: Good morning, and welcome to Tandem Radio. We're excited to have you with us today, and boy, we have a dynamic show today. Not only do we have guests in today, but we also have uh, props everywhere. So this is going to be a unique show today. I'm Glenn Delake, and your host, along with Peter Grandich. Hey, and I'm this is the one guy I want around me all the time. That's right. So you got to stay tuned today because we have a special show for you that you're not going to want to miss. Just to uh, tee it off, to uh, remind those who may be tuning in for the first time. You know, our whole goal here is to help you walk in integrity day after day, every day of the week. We believe the Christian walk is a 24-7 journey, and the old adage of all is fair and love and war just isn't what Jesus Christ had in mind. And so we dig into the scriptures and find his direction and advice to help us in our business every day. And we hope that we can help you walk in integrity and give you an opportunity to call in and get your questions answered. Many professionals often feel pressure when trying to follow God's teachings as they do business in a secular environment. We hope to encourage you and show you how to do your best and seek our Lord's guidance every day in your professional and personal lives. We'll be opening the phones today, and you're definitely going to want to call in and get some questions answered at 800-575-9564, so write that down, 800-575-9564, and since you can hear us live on the internet, you can also email us, I like to say hello to all our national and global listeners, we get people uh, checking us out from all over, and it's uh, great to know that the internet's an available tool and that you can listen live to the show every week, Saturday at 11 a.m. Uh, today's topic is actually we went back and forth with two topics, and one was safety in business, but also in the workplace safety in the workplace. And what I meant by safety in business, we actually have someone with us today who's actually in the safety business, uh, but also he's here to talk about how it can be a safer environment for you and your business. And it's something as a business owner, there's all types of liabilities out there oh, and keepers. exposures out there. Yeah, and and you want to make sure that uh, you're on top of things. And we feel this is a very 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 important topic. But before we get going, I just want to. Have um, Peter say a few words. As you know, uh, I host the show, and Peter's here every week with us. And uh, Peter, just like to take a minute to uh, tell a few words about what
4: you do and how uh, people know you. Well, besides being your sidekick, I uh, also uh, publish a financial blog where I commentate on markets. And then I have a Christian based financial company involved with state planning and asset protection, specializing in servicing professional athletes. And then finally, I spend the rest of my time in Christian sports ministry, which today is a difficult day because this is the day when young men who I've known are on the bubble. Many of them, unfortunately, may or may not make uh, their respective teams, and they'll all know by late today. So this is uh, this is the one rough day in the NFL for for a lot of players. So I have special prayers that no matter what happens to certain guys, that they recognize that this isn't really important, but their Christian life is. That's great, and um, we'll be praying for all those guys that uh, they get the good
3: news today, and hoping for the good report. And um, I'm also involved in business, been involved in owning my own business all my life. Have um, been involved in mergers and acquisitions. Have done many startups, and I had a diversified career in marketing. Um, Peter likes to call me the network king. You are. No, you are. <laughs> if I look up the word networking, your picture's there. Like I told Peter, I love to connect people. I think that's a gift God gave me, and I just love connecting people. Even our guests this morning, we made a few phone calls for him today and mm-hmm. connect him with some new folks. But uh, let's start off like we always do with our scriptures this week. We bracket our show each week with scriptures that kind of um, bring us into perspective and help us align with the topic of the day. And the first one is Proverbs eight twelve. I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence, I possess knowledge and discretion. I thought that was important because we're going to talk about safety. And safety, it's certainly prudent in business to think safety first. There's no doubt about that. And But you need the knowledge and you need the discretion when it comes to uh, applying those safety, uh, uh, either devices or skills. And we're going to talk about that with our guests in a minute. I also looked up, um, came up with Luke 10:37. Now, our guest happens to be an EMT. My wife's an EMT as well, and uh, he's very active in the Colts uh, Neck First Aid Squad. And I got to give those guys a lot and gals a lot of credit because uh, they get up in the middle of the night, throw on clothes over their pajamas, and they're out there in like seconds. It's incredible, and it made me think of Luke ten thirty-seven, uh, the uh, story of the Good Samaritan, of the guy who was walking by and decided to stop and help others, um, even at his own peril and expense. Uh, And the, the 1037 is the expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him, Jesus told him, Go and do likewise. So they were talking about who was the hero in the story, and the hero of the story was a Samaritan who had mercy. And uh, he, and of course, uh, the Lord tells us to go out and do the same for others. So these are guys and gals who um, either in the middle of the night or when they're driving by a scene, they jump into action, uh, never think of themselves, and uh, just go out there and do what they need to do to literally save lives. And, and I'm always amazed, and um, especially at volunteers. We're going to talk more about this.
4: How quick they respond. Uh, that's the key. Volunteer. Yeah, it's not even. Being and no, You you can even commend somebody that's willing to be paid to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning in January when it's 20 below and they have a job the next morning so after they go and make that call and come back they're going to work the next day. It's not like they call and say, oh I hadn't made a call last night and so forth. I I think it's one of the most unheralded Uh, Things that people do in our community life and don't get the recognition. And and they are struggling, many of them, many of them, to even survive at this point to where some townships and cities now basically either have to get paid people or you're just not going to have the quality that was once there.
3: Yeah, that's true. And the last scripture, which I think we'll wrap up the show with later as well, is 3 John 2. Now, if you're looking at your book, it's the letters of John. A lot of times people get confused with this one. It's the third letter of John, verse 2. Because there's no chapters in that letter. if you yeah, didn't It's notice. a
4: little small little book. That's remember right.
3: That. It's 3 John 2. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along. Some Bibles say, I pray most of all uh, and have a much bigger emphasis on that. And uh, But the, the clear emphasis is on the health issue. And that's why I brought that scripture into play.
4: Peter, any other comments on safety before
3: we introduce our guest?
4: Well, I think as we introduce him, I think it's important you said that we're about prudence because in business now, we live in a litigation society. Like it or not, that's what we live in. And, uh, you know, we won't talk about an incident, but we're just talking about somebody we know that really didn't realize it, but they're facing a a serious litigation problem by not being prepared to have certain safety things. And I think think what this gentleman is about to discuss with us is extremely important and should be heard. That's true, and uh, you know safety
3: uh, from two perspectives. Safety is important to your business, but safety is also a business. And I'm glad we're going to talk about both topics. And uh, it happens to be an interesting business as well. So today I'm going to uh, introduce Jim Schatzel, who's not only a friend of mine from Colts Neck and excited to know him, uh, but a dedicated servant in town uh, in many ways. Uh, besides being involved with the first aid squad, he's an EMT trainer. Uh, he also is deputy mayor of Colts Neck, so it's exciting to have him here for that. And uh, but most importantly, uh, his. his day-to-day life is uh, involved in business as a business owner of Team Life. So, Jim, why don't you take a minute and tell us about yourself?
2: Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Peter. I'm so glad to be here today. This is a topic that's just near and dear to my heart. What happened is, uh, and the volunteering part of it is very near and dear also. Uh, when I was a teenager in Colts Neck and uh, this uh, whole first aid world became known to me, I decided I want to join the first aid squad, and I was 16 at the time. Um, and at that point, many years ago, um, you had to be 18 to join uh, the Colts Neck first aid squad. So myself and two other friends um, decided to uh Uh, You know, see if we could even form a cadet squad And we did that Hmm. And that cadet squad for 16 to 18 year olds are still in effect From there I found out that this was something that was beyond just uh, volunteering It's something I wanted to do as a profession So I went to the University of Maryland And uh, got my degree through uh, interning at Johns Hopkins and Shock Trauma Center as a paramedic I came back, and I still work as a paramedic in the state of New Jersey here uh, per diem. And then the training portion of it and really empowering people to be ready for an emergency became a passion of mine. I've always, say, I've always said the difference between a trained and an untrained person is a trained person knows where to begin. It's not that people don't want to help. I really don't believe that. Um, it's just they don't know what to do, and they're afraid um, uh, to even start. So we're all about training and having the right equipment, and it's basic uh systems to go through that we can jump in and, and start helping people. And that's really what I'm excited about to talk about today.
3: Well, I give you a lot of credit, Jim, because um, you're know, talking about training, training is so critical. And I know you're a trainer, you have a training facility, with some nice audiovisual, by the way. Uh, but uh, seriously, um, they have a training facility, they train people, and the training is the key. I've seen so many situations. Fortunately, when I was younger, I was involved in law enforcement, so I had CPR training, first responder training, all that stuff. And I remember one instance, for example, I was online with my family, at an airport, and it was a long line, and I turned behind me, and it was like a crowd gathering around Mm -hmm. somebody, and I said to my wife, wait here, I'm gonna go see what's happening. And I walk in, and there's a guy on the ground having a seizure, and he's shaking like crazy, and everybody's around him trying to shove things in his mouth, trying Mm -hmm. to do this, trying to do that, and the guy was turning blue. And I said to each person there, I said, are you a paramedic? Are you a paramedic? And nobody had any training. And I said, get out of the way, you know. And I was able to jump in and, and actually clear the guy's airway and, and help him out. And, and then the paramedics came. But you're right. People don't have that training. They get confused. They don't know what's going on. And they sit there sometimes just watching. Or more importantly,
4: sometimes they do the wrong thing and make it worse. That's and, ex- and if I may interject, recently, and I know there's been cases where people have they went and pulled the person out, didn't realize there was a problem with their back. They got paralyzed. They got sued. And, and that's going back to the litigation thing that right. I've talked
2: about as well. We definitely want to get people trained. Then you bring up a good point about uh, nine out of ten of our listeners today may think, let's use the seizure case, um, that they need to put something in their mouth or hold them down. And the trained person knows that not only do you not need to do that, that actually will make the situation worse. Right. So we definitely want to get people uh, in some training classes and make it available. And that's what Team Life um, really came about out of frustration is we wanted to empower people. So now we have a, a lovely uh, – training facility in Colts Neck, uh, right down the street from Delicious Orchard, so most people know where that is in the area, and they can come and take classes at their leisure at an expense point that we uh, we think is uh, competitive and get a really good experience from that.
3: Well, it is so critical, you know, and the amazing thing is you don't realize the importance of safety until you're in a situation. And many times people ignore it or don't bother with the training. Uh, they figure, hey, well, help is always a phone call away. It's not, you know. And as you know, Jim, and I'm sure our list- many of our listeners may or may not know, it's those first few minutes that matter so much, you know. And uh, what people do and that initial impact of what goes on can have a huge impact on what the outcome of the circumstances is. Well, we're coming up to uh, a break in about a minute. And we're excited to be here today with Jim Shatzel, who's going to cover a lot of ground with us today. I saw you bring. I, I see you brought a lot of toys with you today, uh, Jim.
2: The technology is also so impressive, what we have today. And I'm going to be sharing some of that with you that makes it even easier to go ahead and deal with the emergency.
3: Great. So hang out after the break. We're going to be talking about not only uh, safety and safety in business, but about some equipment that could save your life. So stay tuned. And if you want to call in 800-575-9564, write that down. 800-575-9564. We'll be right back after these words.
5: Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Currently in the U.S., we have over 8,000 FCA huddle clubs meeting on junior high, high school, and college campuses each week to help these athletes and coaches to grow in their faith. For
1: more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people, and quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement, become a member, and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others.
0: Hi, my name is George McGovern, director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly, professional, and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com.
3: Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio. We're excited to be here today uh, featuring safety in business, and uh, we have, we're have we covering that topic from multiple perspectives, and again, just want to give our 800 number, 800-575-9564. That's 800-575-9564. I'm Glenn DeLake, and your host, along with Peter Grandich,
4: And we're about to get started. I'm a little nervous because Glenn just asked me, Pete, are you okay with being a dummy? <laughs> and I, I don't know what that quite means, so I'm looking forward to this.
3: Well, Peter, you may get a charge out of this show today. Oh, Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> I told our engineer, Jonathan, he's got to get those drum beats in. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, but we'll talk about that more another time. But we're here with Jim Schatz, and we're excited to talk about safety. And Jim covers it from a variety of aspects. Uh, let's start first with the... Uh, the, the MT aspect, uh, Jim, obviously you rush into a lot of situations and many times, different times of the night, different places, but specifically for businesses, what do you see as the most common call uh, that you get from a first aid uh, squad response as far as business calls?
2: One of the things that's always amazed me in all these years of doing this emergency medical services is that the world just keeps on going and then there's these pockets of emergencies that take place and most of us in some time in our life has been affected by that. And many times it does happen in the workplace. So when you go in the work, or when the uh, the owner of the business, um, you know, starts their day, one of the last things that's on their mind is that something could seriously happen to one of their employees, um, and they need to call nine one one. When I go to work as a paramedic, um, I pretty much know I'm going to be going, especially when I work a day shift, uh, that I'm going to be seeing businesses. So we see a lot of cardiac events. We see a lot of slips and falls and traumatic events. And then, of course, there's different segments of business. So if there's an uh, industrial business, we're going to see probably some more trauma calls uh, where they need to be prepared with good first aid kits and good training to take care of any bleeding or any machinery uh, injuries that take place. In these large corporate centers where they may have, you know, 10 employees or a 1,000 employees, we need to make sure that we're, we're ready for um, any medical emergency. Cardiac is probably the number one call that we get. Mm-hmm. As we're going through the show, realize that every two seconds, there's a 911 call placed in our country, uh, mm-hmm. either for police, fire, or, um, or an ambulance. So this is going on as we're talking just here today.
3: Now, what, do they, what can the average person expect? I mean, you, you probably know statistics. I hope I'm not putting you on the spot. But what can the average person expect from response time? You know, they, they make a 911 call. How long before help is really there?
2: And here's the key that Team Life got formed from. It's funny. Many of us in our lives, when we look about where we are today, did we really plan to be here? And my, my answer is no. Uh, did I ever think I'd be owning a safety company and having, uh, and doing what I'm doing now? Probably not. I was just going to respond to 911 calls. But it was out of frustration that I started Team Life. Because when you dial 911 right now, the dispatcher, the emergency medical dispatcher is going to take your information, give you some pre-arrival instructions, and then dispatch the appropriate level of care. And then you're going to wait an average of 8 to 12 minutes on wow. a good day. That means that the primary unit's available, that the traffic isn't um, worse on a weekend uh, during the summer, as uh, during the week, um, that the weather's not bad. There's so many factors too, but our national average for response time is 8 to 12 minutes.
4: And even that's amazing when you think about it. And, and let me just, from first, first hand, a few months ago, my mom, uh, who lives with me, who's 89 today, she had trouble breathing. And, and we took a blood pressure, and it was off the wall. And we called 911, and a police officer was there within three or four minutes. But the ambulance came almost 45 minutes later. And not because of lack, or they were sitting around and all, but because of, as you said, amount of calls, the the, the lack of, of many volunteers and, and equipment And then they prioritize it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, God forbid it it went worse. Well, God knows what would have happened. And I only learned of that. And it wasn't that they weren't doing their job. But I don't think the public is aware of how... Bad it is in certain circumstances. Now it's not politically correct. The politicians are not going to talk about it. But to think you simply dial nine one one and these EMTs, there's a hundreds of them floating around, and they're all going to be there in two minutes or three minutes. That's why these products that you're about to talk about, I think, is absolutely critical now that we have one.
3: That's true. I'm glad you mentioned political correctness because that's not this show. That's for sure. So we're going to make sure that we're we try to be politically uncorrect. But um, but the point is that uh, you're right. It, it's amazing the the response you do get but even that is you know you always wish it's quicker and of course minutes seem like hours when you're in that emergency situation um so your business team wise specifically besides the training obviously you also are involved with defibrillators now you mentioned cardiac is is probably the biggest call and i think as especially as we get older that's one of the biggest fears people have what happens if somebody you know falls to the ground and and has a cardiac uh, episode so Tell us about the defibrillators. I think many people have heard them. Sometimes we even see them or notice them. I know the older we get, maybe at least in my case, the more I look for them. Tell us about it, Jim.
2: This is just an amazing uh, technology device that's out there. It is the biggest change in emergency medicine in our generation's lifetime. People that have children, they're growing up with them, and it's not going to be a big deal for them. It's part of their lives, like we grew up with fire extinguishers. So we need to get over the fear of an automated external defibrillator or an AED, and that's the kind of the letters that you need to get uh, a hold of. As we go through our day today, there will be 1,000 adult Americans that will suffer sudden cardiac arrest. Most people are amazed when I tell them that the percentage of survival is 5 5%. That's oh, wow. today's statistics. Not 10 years ago or 20 years ago. That's today. So if I collapse in, a, in an establishment, in a place of business that doesn't have an automated external defibrillator, I have a 5% chance of survival. Wow. If there's an AED present, I have upwards to a 70% chance of survival. That's the, that's the difference in having it. And most people don't realize that you cannot hurt somebody with an AED. It's an impossibility. So you cannot. It will not allow you to shock somebody that doesn't need it. So the machine makes a decision whether to shock or not. You just need to have the device first off, and second of all, be confident enough to go and get the AED, take it off the wall. Most of them are stalled in a wall rescue case so it's easily accessible, and then just simply turn it on. The AED talks you through the steps of what to do next, and you just follow the voice prompts. It's amazing. Very simple.
3: Now, I know you have some things with you that we can actually listen to, and maybe this is a good time because we have about maybe a couple minutes before the break, but— you know it, it's amazing, but we don't realize that we're talking. And, and I hope you realize it, but we're talking life and death here, and uh, it's a very serious topic. So if you haven't, uh, if if you know somebody that needs uh, uh, to be listening right now, now's the time. It's such a critical uh, show, and and Jim is filled with uh, information and knowledge on this topic. But I was I saw Jim do a, a couple of demonstrations in different applications, and I was blown away uh, by the technology. So I'm going to let Jim take it. We have about three minute window uh, for Jim to uh, jump in with his defibrillator. And, and let us see how simple it is to operate.
2: Every minute that goes by that somebody's not defibrillated, they have a 10% chance of sur- uh, less chance of survival. So if I collapse right now in the studio, we have an AED available to us. So we simply uh, lift the lid, and it begins to talk to us, and we just follow the voice prompts. That's as easy Stay as calm. it gets.
6: Follow these voice instructions. Make sure 911 is called now. So we
2: go ahead and we call Begin 911. By
6: exposing patients' bare chest and torso. Remove or cut clothing if needed.
2: Now we're gonna place pads on the patient's
6: chest. When patient's chest and torso are exposed, remove square foil package from lid of AED. Tear open foil package across dotted line and remove pads. Firmly place the pad without the liner on the patient, exactly as illustrated. This pad can be placed on either of the two locations shown.
2: What's nice is it tells you exactly what to Next, do. Next,
6: peel the blue plastic liner off of the second white pad.
2: As soon as the second sure pad, pad, pad is, is placed on, on the patient's ADD. chest, I'm just plugging in a simulator right now for the show. Make
6: sure pad connector. Next, peel the blue plastic liner off of the second white pad.
2: As soon as the pad is placed, it begins patient. to analyze Analyzing heart
6: rhythm. Please wait.
2: The electrical rhythm of the heart. Now the AED is determining if a Do shock is necessary patient.
6: or not. Heart wait.
2: If it does determine a shockable rhythm, it's going to let us know that. Do
6: not touch shock. Move away from the patient.
2: We make sure everybody's clear and nobody's touching delivered the in.
6: patient. Three, two, one. Shock delivered. It is now safe to touch the patient. When instructed, give patient 30 rapid compressions, then give two breaths. And
2: then it talks you through Place the steps of CPR. Of it's of truly as simple nipples. as that. Place Simply turning the AED on, on placing the pads on the patient's chest, and allowing the AED to do the therapy that I would do as a paramedic with the paddles that you used to seeing on te- television. It's as simple as what I just demonstrated.
3: So what you're telling me then is I couldn't even shock Peter right now if I wanted to. No, no. I know. I know you're you having the patch. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> that, that's disappointing. No, but seriously, uh, Jim, that's amazing. You know, it, it's incredible because I think people do see these things on the wall and they get afraid. What do I
4: do? And yeah. think about it. it. The most one, two most important things. One is having it, and two is. By using it, you're not going to hurt the right, person. Right. I never so it's knew not that. like, oh, my God, if I use this, could I actually hurt them worse than if
3: I don't do anything at all? Right, right. You know, you, at the end there, it mentioned the compressions, 30 and 2. Is that the recommended count now?
2: It is. Because that's changed, right? We always fall, and it does change about every... About five years, actually, we're in the year that it's in October 18th as the new guidelines are coming out for CPR. Uh, so keep a keep an eye out on tandemradio.com, and then you can link right to Team Life, and we're going to be posting the new changes for CPR. But right now, it's 30 compressions followed by two breaths.
3: That's great. So 30 and 2 when you're doing CPR.
4: And what people need to know, and if we have time, we need to talk about this, people assume they're all out there that everybody has them. That's really not the case here
2: in Jersey versus some other states, correct? Well, here's a scary statistic for corporate right now that the latest statistics that I have is that 5% of corporations in America have AEDs. Wow. So we have a long way to go. Mm.
3: Well, that's interesting. And uh, we have a lot more to cover after the break, that's for sure. But as Jim mentioned, I want to remind you at uh, www.tandemradio.com. There'll be a link to Jim's uh, Team Life website. You can go there and get all the information you need on safety. You can find out about training events that are coming up, I'm sure. And, uh, of course, about the devices. And and, uh, Jim's got more things here, so that's not the only device he brought today. So he's got more to cover after the break. Uh, We have a lot coming up, and we're excited. And I'm sure our our, uh, listeners maybe are shocked uh, from what they just... Just heard and uh, need to know more about it. So, this is a great time for you to write down the phone number 800 575 9564. That's 800. 800- 575-9564 or you can go on the website and email us uh, we are pulling emails off the internet and uh, we'll read your questions we have a lot more questions for Jim Schatzel from TM Life and uh, we'll be back shortly f- with the good news on business here at Tandem Radio and uh, we welcome you and listen uh, look forward to um, the next segment that's going to have uh, a lot of great information don't forget we also have Peter's economic segment coming up and he also has a special guest calling in later as well so you never know what you're going to find on Tandem Radio but the one thing we do guarantee is lots of fun lots of excitement and lots more information so we'll see you right after the break
1: Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUsAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well being of her people, and quality, thriving businesses creating new, high paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement, become a member, and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others.
3: Well, you're listening to Tandem Radio Live. This is Glenn DeLake and your host, along with Peter Grandich, and our special guest today, Jim Schatzel, talking about safety in business. And our last sponsor you heard from, Judy Amorsky, uh, we hope you don't need her. If you don't have a defibrillator, you may, so you've got to be careful about that, as Peter pointed out, that uh, some of these safety devices, you know, a lot of people, I think, more and more, especially with um, what they're seeing on TV and so forth, are expecting these things to be in place. And uh, I, I guess they're probably, in the back of their mind, hopeful. But when things happen and they're not there, that's when you're really open the door, you know, for real Well, trouble. I think
4: the businesses need them, but I'll tell you this, public places, I think it's mandatory, and, yeah. and I, I think so as a, as a citizen, anyway.
3: Mm. Well, and Jim will talk about that more in a little bit, and uh, this is the time of the show where we, uh, where Peter's up to bat in his area of expertise and uh, his financial report. So, Peter? Well,
4: as we celebrate Labor Day, which normally uh, is where we give thanks to our ability for work and all, we find our country... Still mirrored in a uh, certainly a down a serious downturn economically, with not a lot of bright news to give. We we did see a little rebound, as I suspected, as I said, we get into Labor Day because the stock market had its worst August and almost record ever, and uh, so we saw a little bit of recovery. The so-called employment number that came out Friday was so-called a little bit better than expected, but what people need to be cautious there is the government, which only the government could do. Actually, puts in their model for the last month a phantom number and it was 116,000 that they assumed uh, on a seasonal basis people got jobs. Not wow. actually recorded, they just make a guess, wow. and uh, without it would have been a lot worse. But that, look, we can go, that's another show. So, uh, the other negative that was not so good this past week is the US dollar is starting to retreat again. But I would like to make one note, and this is something to look forward to. There's a significant rumor going around Wall Street that as potentially as an election so-called ploy, uh, the Obama administration will, is planning on announcing a literally backing of all mortgages that Fannie Mae and the other Mays have issued by the government would be announced, that they are going to ask the uh, the holders of that Debt to take a 10% hickey, and the government will step up, step up, and support fully support the mortgage, and that is being considered uh, a potential that the government may do. To because one out of two people who went into those government plans that were announced a year ago right. uh, are already falling out, and mm. we continue to see that suppressing. And one last thing, when you're this is even news to you, Glenn. <laughs> we're going to find out. We're going to give a special uh, offer to our listeners. This Friday, in my office in Wall Township, New Jersey, I'm going to have, by invitation only, and now by a listener, you're getting that invitation. No one else knows about this. It's not up on my blog or anywhere. But if you're a listener and you're a sports fan, perhaps the most... Important play in any sport that's happened in modern era was done a few years ago when the New York Giants' David Tyree made the catch. Um, almost everybody remembers because most people watch the Super Bowl even if they're not fans. And David Tyree, you remember, is the young man that caught the ball against his helmet right. and somehow held the ball, and uh, the Giants went in to score and won the Super Bowl. He's actually going to be in my office doing a private signing. But I am going to invite our listeners, oh, if wow. they go to Tandem Radio, and send an email to you. Okay, I will forward them, you'll forward it to me an email with an invite that they can come next Friday the 10th uh, at noontime. Uh, so we'll, that's a special gift for our listeners, uh, and you'll need to just send an email to Tandem Radio. David Tyree, bring whatever item you want. He'll take pictures with you. He's a wonderful, and I have to say, underline, wonderful, strong Christian soldier who, if you read his book, will tell you about how God spoke to him beforehand. And he told players of this. It's not one of these after-fact and hearsay that something like this was going to happen. It's an amazing story. He's a wonderful young man who now I think is going to be led to, to spend a lot of time in the Christian world sharing his faith and using the popularity of that catch, because it is the catch. Well, that that's incredible, and that's the name of the book, actually. I believe that catch, and uh, catch. you know, Peter, thank
3: you for that. That's a that's an incredible opportunity. I'm going to give an email actually that they can send specifically to info at tandemradio.com. So, um, if you like to uh, join Peter at the office, uh, info at Tandemradio.com is the email. Just send an email along. Say you heard it here on, uh, you got your personal invitation from that's Peter right. right here on the radio show. And Glenn and, will be
4: down in the office. So that's you can right. see that we both have faces for radio. <laughs>
3: <laughs> My wife keeps saying that. I don't know why. But, um, the, uh, yeah, we will both be there on Friday and, uh, you come and meet Tim and uh, he's a phenomenal young man. Get an autograph or two and have some fun and, uh, Peter and I—we'll uh, actually let Peter tell a joke maybe uh,
4: that day as well. Well, I wanted just a picture. I'm going to get a picture of him holding a ball to his head and me holding a ball to his head to say that like I could have made that catch. There too. you go. There you go. I want to say one other thing.
3: You know, it's uncanny, Peter. You know your predictions. I remember very distinctly last show you said that the uh, we're coming into Labor Day, so although the market's down, it's going to rally up right before the yeah. holiday, and it did. It shot way yeah, up. Well,
4: there's, there's seasonalities, and this is not the show is not about that and all. Right. And you can always learn about that. But there are some times when you can make a little bit more than just an educated guess. Mm, that's
3: great. Well, thank you for your insights, Peter. It's always excellent. And uh, we're going to come back to our guest because we are discussing an extremely t- important topic today. And Peter and I are both learning a lot of things about safety. And we have Jim Schatzel from Team Life on the show today, who, again, has not only uh, served as an EMT, but as uh, paramedic and uh, is a trainer as well, has a vast amount of experience since he's younger than 16 years old, obviously, um, and on, and uh, has been been working um, in many capacities in the safety industry and actually owns a business in safety and uh, we'll mention also that he's deputy mayor of town but that's
4: uh he just likes to serve this guy yeah. you know jim i like to really just why are why aren't we have seen this more i mean i think this is i think this is absolutely critical i've already talked to you about purchasing that and also this uh, if you have a chance please share about this first eight this is the ultimate first yeah, that's eight amazing kit, but, but why isn't it yet not where it
2: should be? I think there's a few reasons. One is that um, nobody likes to think about bad things happening. Right. Um, when I'm in in the business that I'm in, I think about it all the time. I look for safety hazards continuously. I go to uh, functions, and I think, well, that really needs to be changed. That, that, that needs a little fixing. Or if something happens here, do we really have a plan of what to take place there? So most people don't think about it, but when it happens— then it's the, the tough decisions need to be made. One of, the, one of the tough calls I get from businesses every now and again is they call and they want to start a safety plan. They want to get some equipment. They want to get some people trained. So obviously I ask, well, what brought you to this decision? And boy, does my heart just drop when they say, well, we just lost an employee. Wow. Um, and uh, and I, I just wish I could get those calls beforehand. And that's the importance of uh, being on a show like this to get that information out.
4: But why has there are states now that have mandatory required defibrillators at certain at least public places and why is New Jersey not at that point?
2: New Jersey is way behind most states. We only have three mandates that say that you must have an automated external defibrillator, Uh, nursing homes, assistant livings, and health clubs or gyms. But that's it. It stops there. Even schools aren't required to have them, though I will tell you that it really is a standard of care. Mm. So most schools do have them.
4: Well, if you're a Jet fan, you should have one in the new stadium, too. I have to tell you that.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So some, some places have really embraced uh, the AED movement. Others have kind of ignored it.
3: Well, I could say one thing because it is our show. Uh, if you don't have an AED in your office, you want to really mention it to the owner of the company. Maybe the owner of your company is just not aware of it you know, and how important it is. But if it's a public place, obviously it's critical. And if, if you have an AED, you better double check that it's working too, right, Jim? And
2: that's a big part is that team life different from other companies. You can buy AEDs, of course, off the Internet like so many other things. But I would suggest not to do that. I would suggest getting to a vendor that does this specifically because we're not there just to ship you something in a box and hope you know know how to use it or even open the box up we set everything up for you we do the training for you we do continual maintenance for you Uh, so the AED is always operational it is battery operated so that needs to be changed every four plus years Um, and there's some there's some maintenance program that needs to be done also I think a lot of people are worried liability wise and actually what's happened is it's the reverse the suits the lawsuits that have taken place in our country have been places that should have had an AED and they don't Uh, So there's good Samaritan laws, there's public access to fibrillation laws in each state, including New Jersey and every state that I uh, have AEDs in, that protect the entity – and or the business, and also the user.
3: Wow, that's that's a great point. And it goes back to our uh, Proverbs today, 8.12. I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. You know, it's so important. You know, here you are getting the knowledge. Now the next two steps are the prudence and the discretion. You know, prudence is one thing. Uh, seeking out, I think, the knowledge is where prudence comes in. Getting the knowledge, obviously listening to the show or hooking up with someone like Jim, but then you got your discretion. That's where you have to decide, am I going to make a wise choice now or not make that wise choice? And clearly the scripture says, do yourself a favor because you don't want to be on the other side of this. First off, the guilt alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I exactly. could imagine something in, in in a business where you could have made a difference by spending a few dollars and, and you didn't. Um, and then, of course, there's the legal aspect, you know, the liabilities and all that type of thing. But um, so th- this is great stuff. Now, you, you also, um, real quick, because we have uh, about two minutes, we're going to talk about another safety device that Jim brought in. And uh, can you give us like one quick minute, and then we'll come back in the next segment about it, a new first aid kit,
2: right? Absolutely. There's a first aid kit, and it's known as the intelligent first aid kit or the talking first aid kit. Most traditional kits, you open it up. There's a lot of equipment in there. You need to kind of find what you need real quick and, and do the best that you can with them. Uh, this company has invented um, a first aid kit that they broke down the most common categories of injuries, and they took the equipment that you most likely would need with that and put it into a packet also with visual and audible instructions on what to do for it's that amazing. emergency. That's
3: amazing. And we're going to talk more about that in a couple minutes. And I agree. I mean, how many of you out there, I mean, think about it, you know, you have first aid kits in the house, uh, hopefully you do, or you have them in the trunk of your car or, or you have them at work. When you open it, what what's the first thing you do? You have no clue. Yeah, I mean, you don't
4: know which ones use. This is all categorized. It tells you the extent of the injury and what to do, and it also has audio.
3: Yeah, that's amazing, and we're going to hear some of that uh, in the next segment. Again, if you're listening to the first time, this is Tandem Radio, and uh, you can listen to us live on the Bridge Network FM radio stations from Ocean County all the way up to Poughkeepsie, New York, so we welcome all our listeners. And, of course, uh, if you're listening on the Internet, we're live on the Internet every week, and there's also archives on our Internet, so please feel free to check the website, tandemradio.com. And, again, I want to reiterate Peter's offer to come down to his office uh, this Friday, right, the 10th? Yep. at uh, Is that noon? At noon. At noon. 12 at his office. Um, and come down and see Dave Tyree and the catch. And catch, uh, see him, uh, the guy who caught the football on his helmet. It's a pretty memorable picture or image if you didn't actually see the play. But uh, info at tandemradio.com. Send us an email at info at tandemradio.com. Let us know you want to be there. And uh, we'll see you on that day. We're going to be right back after the break. we got a lot more exciting information for you. And Peter's got a special call-in guest at that point as well. Thanks for listening.
1: radio.com Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? Turnusaround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people. And quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement. Become a member and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com where helping yourself can help others.
0: Hi, my name is George McGovern, director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly, professional, and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our
1: Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com.
3: Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio. This is your host, Glenn DeLakian, along with Peter Grandage today, talking with our guest, uh, Jim Schatzel from Team Life. And we actually have a caller on the phone. I believe we have Dan from Colts Neck, who has a question for Jim about uh, his defibrillators. Are we there, Dan? Yes,
4: sir.
3: How are you? This is Glenn.
4: Thanks for calling,
3: Dan. You have a question this morning?
4: Uh, yes, sir, I do. Uh, I'm actually very curious about if there's any regulation or discussion of legislation to be brought in
2: to bringing AEDs into the school systems, um, most notably the public school systems, just as fire extinguishers as are today. Great. Jim, can you answer that? I can. Uh, Dan, that's a great question. And I appreciate that. Um, Thanks for listening. We have, um, there's the the law that is, I'd love everybody to send to their legislatures in support of, is called the Janet Law. Uh, Janet Zielinski uh, was 11 years old at a cheerleading camp in a school in New Jersey, um, and she suffered a sudden cardiac arrest, and unfortunately, she she did not survive. The um, JanetFund.org is an organization, her parents have done a wonderful job in bringing Uh, awareness of AEDs uh, to the public, and they're trying to move some legislature through uh, New Jersey State uh, to mandate AEDs not only in the school, but on sports fields. And that's really where we're missing. We have AEDs on the wall in schools in a lot of places, but we're missing it that now the kids go out on the fields, the schools are locked, we can't get to them, and we're defeating the purpose. So now we need to get them on sports fields. Sounds like a no-brainer.
3: That's right. Well, that's a powerful question, Dan. Thank you very much for calling in. And uh, we'll have more opportunity to talk with Jim after this next segment. And, again, if you haven't written down the number yet, it's eight hundred five seven five nine five six four. That's eight hundred five seven five nine five six four. And now we come to uh, another segment of the show that Peter um, is involved in, and he is excited about bringing in a guest on. Peter?
4: Yes, this is a very special guest for me, Peter. Uh, Almost 10 years ago, uh, as a die-hard Jet fan, uh, I was introduced to this man, and uh, as a diehard Jet fan, the only thing come November, December, you used to have the root for was to root for the Giants not to make it, because the Jets were out. So uh, when I met this man, he was a two-time Super Bowl winner on the New York Giants. He uh, was an NFL Special Teams Player of the Year a devout Christian, and uh, when he talked about us forming a business, I said, you can't possibly want to work with me because I used to root for you to drop the ball and die. <laughs> <Great>. So uh, <laughs> I'm speaking about Lee Rusan. Lee, are you with us?
7: I sure am. How you brother doing?
4: Well, Lee, you know, you've taught me so many things. You taught me that there's no real colors in life but one, the color of God. You, you've shown me anything, and I'm just so pleased that you're with me today. Uh, I, I did mention obviously that you were on the first two Super Bowl giant teams. Uh, you were an NFL special team player, but you really moved after that and devoted your life to Christ. Tell everybody what Lee Roussan does these days.
7: Well, I'm, I'm just uh, I'm just a child of God, man, and and what I do is is just the um, the, the work of of any any child, man. In terms of um, I want to please my father at the end of the day. You know, I want to I want to have that experience that. that how I lived that day was was pleasing to him. So I'm able to do that through speaking in schools throughout the country with a with a parachurch organization called Sports World. Um, I am um, I contract with them, and then also work with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And I serve in um, in Harlem at a local congregation as the um, worship leader and an evangelist. It's called um, New Horizons Community Church. Whereas, where a former jet. Is the head pastor
4: there. Yeah, Michael Faulkner, who happens yeah. to be running for so, Congress as well.
7: Exactly. So we got a jet giant thing going on there. But that's and you know and I and I just, you know, have the opportunity in my own community where I sleep, you know, to take care of my family and and do a few things around there so I'm pretty busy
4: well one of, the, one of the many things I love you about is that you also have a jet jersey with your name and number on it which kind of makes me take it to the next question and and I just want to point out to people you if you are really looking for a speaker someone that will really truly knock the socks off of people and is truly a Christian warrior Lee Roussan and you can get that information by contacting Tandem Radio Lee before I let you go I want to ask you uh, what is your outlook for the New York Giants and if you have any opinion also on the Jets
7: well, no, I you know, I, I um I'm a player. You guys gotta remember I'm a player, even though some of these guys who work for ESPN they were players too, but they have all kind of opinions. Right. And that's because that's their job. But I, I don't really have I, I don't look at it I never approached it that way. Yeah, as a player, um you know, it was all I was always in that particular place, in that position, um, you know, let's go do it. Let's go let's go take it right now. That's my attitude, that's the that's that's the mentality that I was accustomed to.
4: Well, do you think the current giants have that attitude?
7: Well, you know, they they better have it. I, I mean, it, really, every team in NFL needs to have it. That's so right. you know, uh, you know the Giants. You know, I don't know if they have it. I'm not there. I'm I'm, I'm not privy to to be able to sense it, whether they got it or not. Uh, and then on the other hand, if, if we're looking at different hands, I, I believe the Jets have it.
3: Mm. That's interesting. Well, Lee, thanks for coming on. This is Glenn. Um, I just wanted to say, I've heard you preach, I've heard you sing, and I've heard you speak. And, man, you just got it all together, and I always appreciate your message. So thanks for getting the word out there, and thanks for being faithful, brother.
7: Thank you. Are oh, you're welcome, Glenn. I appreciate that, man. You know, it's, it's, it's really good to, um, to experience not only the salvation of God, man, but the freedom that comes from that. And, and the reason why I'm making that point is that, you know, when you, when you, when you, when you get off the plantation... <laughs> and and um you really discover all the gifts that God has given you the natural gifts the supernatural gifts everything that he has for you and you're able to use them man for his his um sake you know and and for and for his purposes and I'm, and that's the honor that I have and and um so I I you know I I'm, I'm just thankful in, in in ways that I can't even really express in words so but I appreciate you you saying that you know and 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 you know you hope that you anyone hopes that if someone says something about you like that that it's praise that comes from the father you know well, it's not it's not something that just people just like you know patting you on the back about
4: amen well it is and uh you're too big to me just patting the back because <laughs> But uh, god amen. bless to everyone in the Roussan family thank you lee for calling in
7: thank you peter I love you brother
4: god bless brother. have a good one lee all right now well we're here with our guest uh Jim
3: Schatzel from Team Life. And Jim has a a, a couple of devices here that just blew us away. One of them is this first aid kit. And we have a couple minutes left in the show. And uh, we just felt it was was very important for you to get this message about this first aid kit. So we were talking about the IT, I think, right?
2: It's the... intelligent first aid kit um, and it's a talking first aid kit. So we talked about those categories of injuries. So for instance, if somebody has an eye injury, um, even the trained person, now they, instead of looking through a first aid kit, a traditional one, and trying to find out what they need, they can pull out this category of the eye pack. And in there, it has all the supplies most likely needed for that injury. In addition to that, it has um, an audio card um, that has written instructions. And also, if you're real nervous, you can just go ahead and hit the audio clip, and it talks you through the steps of what you need to be need to be done. You know, first of all, I'm being.
4: I told you I'm already buying one because it's unbelievable for what the cost is. But you're true. I don't think 98% of people can open a first aid kit today and describe items in there which you could use and what you should use them for. Oh, absolutely not. The other
2: thing that happens is a lot of times we forget to restock kits. With Mm. this, is after you use a pack, you just go call your vendor up and we send you another pack. There, it's great. Technology is really a part of our world now, and we want to go ahead and use it. So one of the things we also developed was a Team Life CPR cell phone application. So everybody should take a traditional CPR class, but even after you take the class, when the emergency happens, and I know that most people that I train, if they have to do CPR, this is scary, but it's just reality, is that it's probably on somebody they know. So we have developed uh, for any smartphone, a BlackBerry, iPhones, or the Droid phone, a simple application that you go ahead and install on your phone. And when you click on it, once again, it talks you through the steps of CPR prior to help arriving.
4: Wow. And uh, like you said,
2: and and it's right there. Can it be played? Is it something you can be heard? It is. As soon as you hit the icon on the button, the, uh, the, the Team Life cell phone application comes on and talks you through the steps. Call 911 get the aed defibrillator if available
3: check that the area around the patient is safe if not stay away until help arrives try to wake the patient up squeeze the patient's shoulders and shout are you okay can you hear me if no response move patient to the floor flat on their that's best. amazing so what jim are, i do that oh, to glenn just before we start the show every week <laughs> you know um is that just an iPhone app, or is there going to be a Droid app too?
2: It's a Droid and also for the BlackBerry. Oh, great, great, yeah. So it's available for any phone, and you always have it on your hip in case the emergency takes place.
3: That's excellent. Remind me after the show, Jimmy. I put it in my uh, my Droid. Uh, you got but, it. Uh, but that's great stuff. You know. Um, also, another simple thing I wanted to mention. I mean, CPR sounds complicated to people. It's not as complicated as it looks. Anybody can learn it. But what about the Heimlich remover? And maneuver? Is that still
2: being taught? Absolutely. We need to make sure that everybody knows what to do do in case of a conscious person that's choking. Uh, Because if you call 911, we already mentioned it's going to take 8 to 12 minutes on a good day for us to get there. Well, if I stop breathing because I'm choking within a matter of minutes, I'm going to completely stop breathing. My heart's going to stop. So I need everybody to know that you just need to simply get behind the person, wrap your hands around right above their navel, inwards and upwards, and expel that object. And hopefully it can work on the Mets,
4: too.
3: <laughs> well, we always had to get that point in. But you've been listening to Jim Schatzel from Team Life. You can get his uh, information at tandemradio.com to the link. Uh, don't forget that um, uh, Peter has extended that invitation. So if you send an email to info at tandemradio.com, you can come and see uh, David Tyree and uh, have a great day. We we're, we're enjoy having you. We get, look forward to seeing you every, hearing from you every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here at the Bridge FM Network or at TandemRadio.com. I want to thank our engineers today and producers and uh, for all the hard work, and we give you uh, all our blessings and wish you a safe, happy, and healthy holiday weekend and many, many more.
1: To the good news on business, a Tandem Radio live broadcast heard here on the Bridge FM Radio Network and streaming at TandemRadio.com. Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, and call us and email us with your questions because we'd love to hear from you. You can also visit our website for the latest blogs from Peter and Glenn, along with other information about upcoming guests, events, and business opportunities. I'm Kevin Reeves, and from everyone at Tandem Radio, we hope that you have a blessed week. And remember, walk with the Lord every day, in every way.